0: Just go to Indeed.com slash wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. ...hands off to Jonathan oh. Taylor. Hole. He's
1: at the 30. He's going to go. 10. The line of scrimmage and then runs it into Peter and a one handed INT. Are you kidding me? Kitty Moore! What a
0: play by Naheem Hines! Horseshoe is back,
1: baby! The horseshoe is back! What is going on, guys? Welcome back to Bring the Juice. I am so, so excited that training camp is almost here. Less than two weeks till the Indianapolis Colts break for camp, and it's going to be really exciting. Cannot wait for that. So I thought, in the spirit of camp almost being here, I would give you guys my five Indianapolis Colts who I believe need to have strong training camps. Now, obviously, there could be a lot more different guys that I believe could have strong camps or need to have strong camps. But for me, I feel like these five guys in particular, I really personally want to see have strong camps. And also for some of these guys, they really need to have strong camps. Some of these guys are entering contract years or near contract years. Some of these guys may not even make the roster if they don't have strong camps. So it's a good sprinkle of a little bit of everything. So without further ado, guys, let's get it. My number five guy here, and, you know, I'm kind of going to go just in no particular order. So the fifth guy I have here is Komoko Ture. Now, Kamoko Ture is a guy that definitely needs to have a strong camp. I mean, he's shown flashes a, a good amount, I would say, through his, you know, when he's been healthy and ever since he got drafted in the second round in 2018. If you remember, he was in that historic draft. And honestly, out of any of these guys, he's probably the guy that's produced the least. And you know, I'll I'll give him the benefit of the doubt a little bit. He has struggled with injuries. He had that major injury in 2019. If you remember right before that injury the same year, he was tearing it up. So this guy has shown a lot of potential. And I think he's probably the guy that I would say out of any of these guys, he's probably the guy that that's put in the most work that you feel the most confident about, I would say, and probably a guy that's not going to lose his job. But potentially playing for another contract with Indianapolis is going to be a big thing for him. And so he's got to start off strong. We've seen that the talent is there and now hopefully he's going to get back hundred percent for camp fingers crossed on that one. I mean, it's all signs are pointing towards that, but if he can fully get healthy for the first time, since that gruesome leg injury against Kansas city back in 2019, I think has a really good shot at being a really good situational pass rusher for Indianapolis. But it all starts in camp. Hopefully he lights it up in the camp and the preseason, and a lot of people are impressed. And he can stay healthy because if he does, I have a lot of confidence in him. All right, let's move on now to a couple other guys who are former second-round picks. We'll talk about a guy that plays the same position as him. That's Ben Banigou. Now, Kamoko Ture, I talked about, has shown some flashes. Ben Banigou's shown a lot less in terms of flashes, he's shown a a few flashes. It's not like he's been outright awful, but.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And listeners of this show will get a seventy-five dollar sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com blue wire. Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: He just hasn't really produced like you hoped when you drafted him in the second round of 2019, right? He's a year uh, re- younger than, than Kamoko Ture in terms of being drafted, but he's shown a lot less as well. So for Ben Banagoo, this is potentially the last shot for him in Indianapolis. He needs to have a very strong camp to make a case for himself on the Final 53, man, kind of similar to last year with Taekwon Lewis, we talked a lot about Taequann Lewis and how we're like, man, I don't know if he's even going to make the roster if he doesn't step it up. And obviously we saw what happened. He really put his head down the the offseason and destroyed it in camp and now potentially could be vying for a starting spot. I think he's going to probably earn a contract extension. But when it comes to Banigou, he's kind of finding himself in a similar situation. Now entering year through year three, just like Taequann Lewis was. So if he hopefully can find a spark and really start lighting up in training camp, I think he's going to find his way on the roster. But if he doesn't, if he continues to do what he did last year, I mean, he didn't even see the field last year. He was a healthy scratch last year because he wasn't producing in practice. If he can't, like, show it, he's going to be gone. He's going to be on the outside looking in. And we've talked about this to death up to this point about Ben Banigou. It seems like the easiest name to point to when you talk to guys that are kind of on the roster bubble, but – He's a guy in particular that, especially with how crowded this defensive end room is with bringing in Quiddy Pay, potentially getting Dio back even later this season on top of some of the guys you already brought back, it's a crowded room. And he's going to really have to prove his worth if he wants to stay with Indianapolis and make the final 53, man. So he is a number two guy here. My number three guy is another second round pick, although he plays a little different position. Same draft has been Banigou in that 2019 draft. That's Rocky Sen. Now, Rocky Sen's seen a lot more action than Ben Banigou has, and, and even Kamoko Ture because of the injury. But he's just had a lot of inconsistencies, right? Uh, the thing you'll notice with all these guys is the talent is there. It's just been a lot of inconsistencies. It's the same way with Rocky Sen. Started off week, week one of his rookie season, he was a starter, right? He he basically has been a starter and played a significant amount of snaps ever since he was drafted. I mean, you drafted him really high in that second round, so you wanted to see him get action, and it's kind of been a mixed bag so far with him. He's had some really good moments, like the second half of 2019. He's had some not-so-good moments, uh, a, a lot of 2020, right? So for Rocky now entering year three, feel like this is kind of the year where you figure out, okay, is this guy like a potential long-term piece, or is he just a draft bust? And with Rocky San, it's kind of at a crossroads right now in his career with Indianapolis. He has a really good shot, though, to vie for that number two outside corner position alongside Xavier Rhodes. He's going to have a competition, though. He's going to have guys like T.J. Carey, um, guys like Isaiah Rogers, guys like Marvell Tell, and a couple other guys as well vying for that spot. So it's not a guarantee for him. I don't think he's going to be outright cut. Like I think Banigou may be if he doesn't step it up, but I think he very well could be riding the bench. If he does not step it up and play significantly better than he did in 2020. So he is my third guy on the list. My fourth guy on the list is Sam Tevy. Now Sam Tevy was brought over in free agency from the Los Angeles Chargers. He was the the starting tackle there last year, kind of a mixed bag. Wasn't that great for the Chargers, but the Colts bring him in. They feel like he has some untapped potential potentially, and he's going to have to fill in. um, He's going to have to compete obviously for that spot, but whoever wins that spot is going to have to fill in for a couple weeks. Could be even a a month or more as Eric Fisher's on the mend from that Achilles injury he suffered. So, it's not like he's going to have to be the full-time starter, but he's going to have to be serviceable. And he's going to have to have to have a strong camp for, I think, the fans, yes, to feel a little bit more confident, but also just for Carson Wentz and this Colts offense to feel confident that they don't have to worry about Sam Tevy on this offensive line. I mean, we saw last year when Anthony Costanzo and Braden Smith had to miss time, it was not pretty at all. And I feel like Tevy has a lot more upside than A.L.A. Raven-Clark or a Chaz Green, but how much more of an upside does he have? I think it's going to be a big question mark for him. I think the Colts are going to do things like help him out, put a tight end on his side, help Chip, help just help him not be on an island against some of these good pass rushers. But also, he has to be a decent player as well. It can't all just be scheming it up, right? He has to perform decent. I think if he can do that, have a pretty strong training camp, it can make Colts fans and Carson Wentz collectively – Breathe a sigh of relief a little bit and be like, okay, we're gonna be all right until Eric Fisher gets back. So he is the fourth guy on my list. The fifth guy on my list, now this is a little bit different. It's kind of a wild card one, um, and that's Mike Strawn. I love Mike Strawn, I love him from a physical aspect. And there's really a wide open competition right now for the number five and number six wide receiver spot. Now, if I was a betting man, I'd probably give that number five spot to Ashton Doolin because he's such a core special teams guy and he's made the roster because of that the last couple of years. I think he'll do that again. But that number six spot is very much up in the air, right? You have guys like Desmond Patman, guys like DeMichael Harris, um, guys like Tariq Black, who's an undrafted free agent. There's a couple guys that I think are going to be challenging Mike Strawn for that number six wide receiver position. I feel like from an upside standpoint, Mike Strawn blows everybody else out of the water because he was lighting it up at the D2 level, right? He was absolutely killing men at the D2 level, but D2 to the NFL is a big leap. So how much... Is he going to have to wait? How much is he going to have to be refined? I could see him either making the roster or being a practice squad guy. But I think he's so talented that if he goes and has a strong camp, he's already been working out with Carson Wentz in the offseason, build, building that chemistry. If he can really show out in training camp, I think he has a good shot to make this roster. And potentially, who knows? I mean, there's a lot of unknowns with the wide receiver position. Maybe he, he eventually cracks the starting lineup. He's got the talent. He just needs some experience, I feel like. He needs to just get acclimated to the NFL level. If He can have a strong camp, be on the roster, maybe not see a whole lot his first couple years, but kind of get a feel for the NFL level. Who knows what can happen? I mean, he's so talented. Why not give him a shot? So, guys, those are my five guys who I believe need to have strong training camps for a variety of reasons. What do you guys think? Is there anybody else that I missed that you would potentially put on there? Let me know in the comments below. If you guys are still listening or watching this video we really appreciate all your support thank you so much for over 7k looking forward to training camp coming up very very soon looking forward to football finally being back this has been a super long off season thank you guys so much for tuning in and as always go Colts